the Archdiocese of Toronto, and the National Catholic Broadcasting Council. Through the kind cooperation of the Toronto Catholic District School Board, presents Sunday TV Mass. Of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. The grace and peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of the Father, the friendship of the Holy Spirit be with you. And with your spirit. Welcome to the celebration of the daily of the Sunday TV Mass. On this first Sunday of Lent, I'm Father Michael Coots. The televising of this Mass is made possible by a contribution from Anne O'Donnell and family from Winchester, Massachusetts. This Mass is being offered in loving memory of her husband, Dave O'Donnell, who passed away on 19th of February, 2022. May his soul and the souls of the faithful departed rest in peace, amen. And as we prepare ourselves to enter into this joyful season of Lent, we ask the Lord, the God of mercy and compassion, to forgive us. You were sent to heal the contrite, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You came to call sinners, Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You are seated at the right hand of the Father to intercede for us, Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty God, through the yearly observance of Holy Lent, grant that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ and by worthy conduct pursue their effects. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Genesis. God said to Noah and to his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, This is the sign of, a covenant, of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh, and the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Your covenant. May 
A reading from the first letter of St. Peter. Beloved, Christ suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, in order to bring you to God. He was put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which also he went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison. In former times, these did not obey. When God waited patiently in the days of Noah during the building of the ark in which a few, that is eight persons, were saved through water. Baptism, which, which this prefigured, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience throughout the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers made subject to him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Gospel according to Mark. Glory to you. After Jesus was baptized, the Spirit drove him out into the wilderness. He was in the wilderness for 40 days, tempted by Satan, and he was with wild beasts, and angels waited on him. Now, after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God and saying, the time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus. <clears throat> On any day at Mass, usually the first reading, the psalm, the second reading, is a backdrop to understanding and putting the gospel into context to understand why this was chosen. But today it seems wiser that we should start with the gospel and see how its message is unfolded in the story of Noah and the letter from Peter. The first Sunday of Lent is always dedicated to the temptations of Jesus by Satan in the wilderness. Matthew and Luke give us these beautiful stories, a dramatic, dramatic uh, 
picture of stones being turned into bread or tempted to be turned into bread. And then you see Jesus being taken up by Satan to the top of the temple and shown the whole of the world below him and said, jump, the Lord will save you. And finally, we almost expect something from science fiction, like Jesus taken by Satan like Superman and shown all the wealth of the world. Mark gives us, unfortunately, just four small stations, uh, statements. He was tempted. He was in the wilderness. He was there for 40 days. And finally, he was ministered to by the angels. And yet these four small phrases have shown us a whole history of what Lent is all about. 40 days. As once we remember the 40 years in the wilderness where God brought the people of Israel out and shaped them. Now today, if you wanted to make that same journey, you could take a chartered taxi called a shirut together with four or five other people and make the journey in less than a day. But God kept them not for 40 days, but 40 long years. And the people of Israel that left Egypt most likely died during that Exodus experience. And it was a new generation that would come into the promised land. Why? Because God wanted to shape these people into a chosen race, into a people set apart, consecrated by God. And then there were 40 days where Moses went up to the Mount of Sinai, and he was there for 40 days. Now, God could have given him the Ten Commandments in a day and said, go down. But God takes God's time. He fashions Moses in such a way so that when he goes down, he will be inflamed with the desire not only to keep the Ten Commandments, but to inculcate them into the people of Israel. And then we have those 40 days where Elijah flees from Queen Jezebel, comes all the way down from northern Israel right down to the same Mount Sinai, Mount Horeb. Once again, 40 days is something that God takes in order to shape us into something that is very special. And so as we get into these 40 days of Lent, God is shaping us. God is telling us, come back to me with all your hearts, and long have I waited for your coming back to me and living deeply our new life. And there, Jesus is in the wilderness. Wilderness is a place where we can encounter God. We can't encounter God with cell phones and TikTok and loud rap music, which deafens not only our external ears, but also our internal. We can only meet God in the sounds of silence, where God speaks to us heart to heart. We need to get into this wilderness so that we can hear the voice of God. And then we are told Jesus was with the animals and they did not do any harm to him. It reminds us of Isaiah chapter 11, and to quote, the wolf will live with the lamb, the leopard will lie down with the kid, the calf and the lion and the fatling together. In the garden of paradise, in the garden of Eden, before 
our first parents had disobeyed the Lord, there was a great harmony between human being, between animals, birds, and nature, a perfect harmony that was destroyed when we thought we could do better than God, and we thought we could do better than in our own ways. And God said, you can, let us see. In those days, even the animals would probably be eating grass and not predator and prey to one another. And then we destroyed that harmony. And God is calling us once again to be stewards of creation. I've given you this earth. I've given you the animals. You've called them by name. You are, they are under your control. For goodness sake, this is what Lent is all about in one way, is to regain once again that image, that dignity, that stewardship that God has given us so that we can live in harmony, not only with one another, with nature and with God. And then the angels came and ministered to him. We know about angels in our past. The three that we know are St. Michael standing at the gates of paradise protecting. We know about angel Gabriel, who was a messenger. And finally, Raphael, who was a healer. But there are so many angels that take care of us. But we have to meet God in the wilderness, and that is exactly what happened in our first reading. After the destruction, there was great wilderness, and only Noah and his eight companions and the creatures on the ark, and God would speak to them, and God would give them a covenant, not like the covenant on Mount Sinai, which was once and for all, but a covenant that would be going on again and again and again, because God knew that we would sin, we would turn back, to turn away from God, but would call us back. And then there's that famous paradox in the letter of Peter, the same water that destroyed in the time of Moses would be the water that regenerates us in the waters of baptism when we are incorporated into Christ. And so let us end this, enter into this beautiful season of Lent so that we may turn away from sin and be faithful to God. God bless you all. Would you join me now as we make our act of faith? I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Let us pray <clears throat> for all those in our daily televised Mass Intention book, for their health, for their peace of mind. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Almighty and ever-living God, we ask that in our community you may guide us to enter more deeply into the spirit of Lent and to forgiveness, reconciliation, and renewal that the season of Lent offers to us. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for our families and for all those who are suffering in any way, mentally, spiritually, physically, 
And for those who have seemed to have lost hope, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. We pray for the repose of the soul of Mr. O'Donnell and for our sponsor of this Mass from Winchester, Massachusetts. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving and gracious God, receive our prayers that we make through Christ our Lord. my brothers, that this our sacrifice be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Under the praise and glory of God's name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Let us pray. Give us the right disposition, O Lord, to make these offerings, for with them we celebrate the beginning of this venerable and sacred time. We make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. By abstaining 40 long days from earthly food, Jesus consecrated through his fast the pattern of our Lenten observance, and by overturning all the snares of the ancient serpent, taught us to cast out the leaven of malice, so that celebrating worthily the Paschal mystery, we might pass over at last to the eternal Paschal feast. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise, as without end we acclaim. indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, 
He took bread and giving you thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and eat of it for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, gave the chalice to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis our Pope, Francis our Bishop, the bishops across Canada, all the clergy and this entire people of God. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection. Remember Mr. Mr. O'Donnell and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, and with all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we now dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our day, that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin, safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. 
Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant a peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us share with one another a sign of this peace and friendship wherever you are. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those who are called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body and blood of Christ bring us and all our dear ones unto life everlasting. <clears throat> Please join me now in this act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in this holy sacrament of the altar. I love you above all things, and I passionately desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot now receive you sacramentally, come spiritually into my soul so that I may unite myself wholly to you, now and forever. Amen. Let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread, by which faith is nourished, hope increased, and charity is strengthened, we pray, O oh Lord, that we may learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth, through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go now in the peace of Christ to love and serve the Lord and one another. Our thanks to our donors for the gift of this Mass. We gather.